0: Thanks for listening to a YPC podcast. We believe God wants to do so much for you and through you, and we'd love to hear about it. Take a second to send your story to office at ypcprior.com and enjoy the message today. Jesus, this a bigger hand clap than that. Can we do that? Come on, you can do better. Lord, we love you. We worship you today, God. We're so thankful for what you're doing at Your Place Church. Amen. Aren't you glad you're a part of a church that is alive? Amen. We feel like a church alive is worth the drive. We are a County church, not just a Prior Creek church. We, we love our expression, and uh, I'm going to tell you, last Friday night was quite the quite the event to see, so I snuck in, and by snuck in, I sat on the front row, so so it was amazing. We had 150 ladies show up last Friday night for Virtue One Night, and I think they gave Tyra, so if, you, if you've never heard Tyra, you'll only hear her if you go to a Virtue Life group or if you come to Virtue Night, and so they gave her like 32 minutes to share her heart, and she took an hour. And so she just brought it. And uh, a lot of people are like, man, an hour. I'm glad I wasn't there. No, 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 no. It felt like 15 minutes. It really did. Just the, the anointing was on her. The power of God was present. And uh, several, several ladies said yes to Jesus for the very first time. And then we had a friend of ours, Judy Jo Adams came. Um, We've known her for over 25 years. They've set uh, Bible schools all over the nation. Uh, They office out of Tulsa, so it was really easy for her to come over. She did session two, and she talked about being set free from some things. And we had, listen, friends, we had probably three-fourths of the room get up and come forward for prayer uh, after that last service, and it was just powerful. Of course, the worship team, the production team did a great job. They've still got the screens up. You should have seen it. We had, we had stuff moving on all the screens. It was just an incredible, incredible night. Uh, if you're interested in more about virtue, you can actually go to wearevirtue.org, which is their new website, uh, and then, of course, virtue on Instagram, and then Tyra has most recently released um, Created to Help, which is a, which is a blog, uh, kind of an Instagram thing, stories, inspirational thoughts, stuff like that is on Instagram, so follow that. Uh, even even now... Uh, Every, I'm sorry, I'm, let me just say this, I had a different thought, but I'm going to say that thought later. Every now and then, we like to just press pause uh, on series, we like to press pause, and we just kind of want to, we like to share with you what we're doing as a church, just kind of give you a little bit of vision. Uh, I know that we all love the, the series type messages, of course, last weekend we finished our Thought Life series so many people prayed for last weekend. I wish I wished all of our services could be a part of all of our services so you could actually see the life change that happens on the weekend. I know one of the downsides of being a, a church in multiple services is you don't really know who all worships here. You don't know who your church-like family is because this is your normal service time. And so just know this, we did good last weekend. Amen, everyone. The the Lord was glorified, things happened, and so our next series that we're starting is, we're starting it next week, it's called, Are We There Yet? And uh, basically, it's a series on blessing, you know what I mean? Because everybody has a dream, they have a passion, they have a goal, and every one of us at one point or another wakes up and we ask ourselves, are we there yet? And so we're going to talk about that. The Lord has a lot to say in the area of your dreams and, and what God has given you as far as he says he would give you the desires of your heart. And so we're going to talk about that starting next week, and then our December series is going to be our Christmas series. Now listen, if you know people who are far from God, this is going to be a great series for them to come to. Every year, we, uh, we, we like to do kind of our Christmas ser- uh, service, happens on Christmas Eve Eve, and so a lot of people have Eve plans, but Eve Eve is typically open. And so we always do a big Christmas special on Christmas Eve Eve, well this year, Christmas Eve Eve actually falls on a Sunday. So it's going to be our normal three services, 9.30, 11.30, and 1.30 starting today. So we're just lining them up. Everybody gets lunch but us. But anyway, it's, it's going to be good. We're excited about that. Here's what we know. Most people, most people will come to church if you invite them. Okay, hey, if you invite them, most people will come because nobody wants to show up to church by themselves. This can be pretty scary if you show up here by yourself one day. You walk in, you don't really know what, where anything's at, and especially now we've got to take our kids all the way around the back because we're doing the renovation. But if you would invite them and say, hey, I'll meet you in the, in the coffee shop, or I'll meet you out in the parking lot, they'll come if you'll just invite them, and then they're more, they're more likely to attend church during Christmas season and during Easter seasons. So that's what we found out. So invite them. To these next few services or these next few series and they'll be good it'll be a good time several of you are new with us and we're so glad you're here we haven't had an opportunity necessarily to sit down with all of you and hear your story and you hear our story so I just wanted to I just wanted to share with you our story today we're just gonna pause and just talk about what God is doing at your place church so let's pray father we thank you right now for your word Lord, we thank you for the vision that you've given us as a church, and Lord, we are so thankful that we get to celebrate what you're doing in Mays County, Oklahoma, through Your Place Church and the people of Your Place Church, and so Lord, I know I need help today because I got more vision than I have time to share it, so I pray that you just lead us, that you guide us today in Jesus' name. Everyone said, amen. For those of you who don't know, my wife and I are high school sweethearts. She moved in around the corner from me where I was growing up in Broken Arrow. And uh, we kindled a little bit of a relationship there. We went to Bible school together. We got married after our after we graduated Bible school. Actually the the last year during spring break, we got got married uh, there at Bible school. We've served for about 16 years in supportive ministries at other churches, um, mostly in Oklahoma and Kansas until we felt the call to launch Your Place Church. Uh, we began having launch team meetings at a little coffee shop that is now a Mexican restaurant just down the street. Wait, I'm pointing the wrong way. Over there, thank you for all the I always point the wrong way, but it's, it's like, so there's, a, yeah, it's down over there. And uh, that's where we started having launch team meetings on Tuesday nights. And on April the 12th, 2009, we threw the doors open to Your Place Church. And 134 people showed up. And uh, we thought, man, we had arrived, we're at church now, this is awesome. Uh, some of our church planting friends told us that, listen, statistically speaking, only about 50% of those people will show up on week two. Because, you know, it's just the people who love you, the people who want to come check you out or whatever, and most of those, they just go back to their old churches or whatever. Well, we had 124 people show back up. And so we were like, woohoo, here we go. You know, 10 months later, we went to two services. And then a few years after that, we went to three services, and then we went to four services. And then now we've condensed uh, our, our worship into three services, but we put out more chairs. This is why this renovation is necessary. And, um, and in 2015, we bought this space. We bought this 32,000-square-foot this warehouse, all 10 and a half acres that surrounds us, and we believe that God is doing a good work. Amen? We're excited about it. Some of you are like, well, what do we do? Where are we headed? What, what is your place, church? You know, there is so much need in the world. We, can, we could get involved with so many different organizations. We could really focus on a lot of different areas, and we could not make a dent in any of them, or we could narrow our focus and really make a splash in a few areas, And so that's what we've decided to do. We have prayed and we have asked God, what are our five lanes, God? What are the lanes that if we would stay in these particular lanes, we would make the biggest impact that we can as a church? And over the years, God has shown us what our five lanes are. The first three lanes that we're called to as a church have to do with outreach. It's local national and international outreach. You've heard us talk about our local outreach. We believe that the modern-day orphans, Jesus said you'll always have the orphans and you'll always have the widows, take care of them. Modern-day orphans are foster care. And so that is why we place such an emphasis that we do on the foster care ministry, if you will, of Mays County. And we, we do two festivals a year. When we started this, there were over two. 100 children in foster care in Mays County. Our county of 42,000 people had 200 kids in foster care. And so since we've been do- I'm not saying it's because of us, but I'm saying since we've been focusing on foster care, that number has gone drastically down. Can we get can we get a good amen? Amen. We're making a difference. This is why we want you to get those outfits and bring them back this weekend and next weekend because we have another foster care festival coming up. And so we've partnered with foster care. We've got a huge focus on the industrial park right now. Here's what we know. People who work in the industrial park, that's their life. I mean, they get up, they go, they work 10, 12-hour days, they come home, they get a nap, they go, and they just hit repeat the whole time. And we want them to know they're not forgotten. We want them to know that they're loved. And so we've started We started sending baskets over to the industrial park. We're, we're putting big, you know, hey, we, we appreciate you. We love you. You're not forgotten. You're, you're appreciated, and we want to invest into you. So that's our local lane that we run in. Another lane that uh, uh, people wonder about is our national influence. We believe that the local church is the hope of the world. And so the, the best way that we have found to reach people is through the local church. And so we have partnered with the Association of Related Churches. We are church, Ark church plant number 105. So we were in the early days of the Ark. Now we just launched, I don't even know where we're at. We're somewhere up in the 800s now. And you, as a church, as a community of believers, as a church-like family, in the last few years have sown over 60 to plant churches all across America. Amen. That's exciting. Thank you for your generosity. We believe that the church is the hope of the world. We also believe that there's pastors that lead those churches. I'm a part of Next Level uh, Relational Network, which is all about coaching and training these pastors. Uh, God has blessed us. We're a part of a coaching network, and we, we coach pastors all over the world. Well, last December, you guys raised $10,000. You raised a lot more than that. But you gave $10,000 to a church plant in Ohio who is right where we are. They are believing God to renovate their space. So we believe that every seed sown reproduces after its own kind. In other words, you put corn seed in the ground, you're going to get corn. And so we're believing God for a renovation. So we sowed good seed into another church in Ohio. And guess what? Now we're renovating. Amen? That's how God works. Amen. And then some people say, well, what about our international influence? Well, if you follow us on on any of our social media platforms, then you know that our Haiti team left yesterday morning at 5 a.m. They landed uh, sometime yesterday afternoon. They are on the ground. Port-au-Prince right now is in a little bit of upheaval. Um, And so uh, fortunately, the people that we coordinated with uh, we're able to navigate them past the rioting uh, that's going on in Port-au-Prince, and they are actually in Jacmel now. They are serving that community. They are believing God to just make a difference in the area and that community of, in, in Haiti and that country. And uh, just over the last few years, we've been able to sow close to 30 No, over $30,000 to Conduit and and the ministry that they're focusing on in Haiti, in Guatemala, in Uganda, in various parts of the world. In fact, Darren Tyler sent me this week, he's the president of Conduit and the pastor of their church, he sent me pictures of the facility that those of you who went to Uganda with us uh, just a few months ago, that facility is now open. They're now uh, they're teaching children, they're clothing children, they're feeding children, and you all have a part in that. And so we've sowed aggressively to them, and we're excited for the opportunity to do that. We know this, that the nation of Israel is a big deal to God. He says, you take care of Israel, I'll take care of you, which is why we pray for our president and we pray for our nation, because we're all, we want to stay on the good side of Israel. And there is a ministry called Moaz International, uh, Moaz Israel, that is actually on the ground in Israel, and their whole purpose is to bring the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to Israel. And over the last few years, you as a church have sown $41,000 into that ministry. Come on, we can celebrate that. Amen. Here's what we know. The harvest truly is plenty plentiful, but the laborers are few. It was the Lord Jesus that said that. He was the one that said, listen, right now, there is someone who would get saved right now if someone would just tell them about Jesus. It's true. All over the world, there are people right now who would accept Jesus Christ in their life if someone would just share with them the good news about Jesus Christ. Well, you'll never hear this in the news, but right now Christianity is actually growing at faster than population growth in all but 20 countries in the earth. That means so over 180 nations across the world are seeing Christianity grow in amazing ways. Believe it or not, it's growing the fastest in in countries like Iran and Afghanistan and Iraq. You'll never see this on the news. In fact, every dollar given to that 1040 window, to the ministry in that 1040 window, 80 people are saying yes to Jesus for every dollar given. So business leaders, that's a return on your investments. We're seeing 80 people say yes to Jesus for every dollar sown in that area. So great. There, There are various other organizations, both local, national, and international, that we give to. But over the last few years, come on, Your Place Church, get ready to celebrate, we as a community of believers, as a church that's like a family, have invested over $206,000 into the kingdom of God. Come on. I love it. I love it. So these are the lanes we run in. Those were three of them, local, uh, national, and international. Another lane that we run in, we simply call it expansion. It's the expansion of our facility. It's the expansion of our voice in this community and other communities. We know that the Lord gave us the scripture Isaiah, chapter 54, verse 2. It says, "...enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispose nations and settle in desolate cities." Many of you know that's what we're doing right now with this renovation. We are stretching our curtains wide. We're lengthening our, our ropes, and, and we're getting ready for what God wants to do in this community. We have began our phase one project. We started with the parking lot because uh, the our professionals told us, if you guys lose that parking lot, it's actually going to cost you more. So we went ahead and started by paving the parking lot, paved the gravel, striped it all. We have moved all of our storage out. Had a big dumpster set, and we threw most of it away. <laughs> You'd be surprised when you got all this space, how much trash we can accumulate. And so we threw all of that away. We moved our offices out. We're all set up back here in the courtyard now. We don't know what we're going to do when winter comes. We'll figure it out. But it's, it's, it's all for such a time as this, because we know that God has called us to renovate this space. We bought it in 2015, and here it is 2018, and we have pulled the trigger on the renovation and because several of you are new, you have no idea what's in store for us. So, we wanted to show you what the future of your place church looks like. Take a look at this. Come on, what an exciting time it is. Amen. So, we are pumped, pumped, pumped about this. So- Before we even knocked down a wall, before we even moved storage, before we did any of that, we brought the vision to you. And we said, will you help us? And so we kind of plotted out what our new auditorium is going to look like, and we're going to fit 500 seats in there. And we said, if each seat equals $2,400, that'll take out the $1.2 million that it's going to take for us to renovate, and we haven't even began the real renovation process yet. And you guys have already almost finished one entire section. So this was last month. This is now this month. Boom! So here we go. Amen. We're knocking them out. There are only twenty-five more chairs left, so roughly sixty thousand dollars, and we'll have one section completely full. Man, it would be awesome we get that taken care of before the real construction begins, and we will be well on our way to what God is doing here. Now, the builders are telling us we will be into that next phase, that phase one, by the end of April, early May, but we are praying for great weather, and we are praying for great contractors that the calendar just works out because we celebrate 10 years as a church in April How cool would it be if phase one was done by our 10 year anniversary? That would be so amazing. It would be so exciting. And so that's what we're doing. We're believing God. And then what we want to do is we want to have a Virtue One night in May, and then we want to roll right into phase two. And so, Virtue One night is going to look so much better because we're going to have all of that lobby space done, the kids' theater is going to be done. Phase two is where it gets awesome because that's, that's all of this space, new audio, new video. We've had over 1,000 views of our Facebook Live video that happens during this service. Over 1,000 views just in the last series. And, and when we have the new auditorium, we'll be able to do professional lighting, professional video. It's going to take our worship experience to a whole new level. Now, I'm going to share something with you that I have not shared publicly until this weekend. This is where I feel like we're going as a church. I believe that in the not too distant future, God wants us as a church to have a resource center. Now, listen to me, all right? What does that mean? Well, with the foster care initiative that we're doing right now, we have, we have foster care, we have DHS, uh, foster care um, organizations from other counties are now coming to our foster care festivals because we've made such an impact in the foster care network. And so other counties are wanting to be a part of it. Foster care can call us anytime, day or night. And if they have someone, if they have a child that is moving into foster care services, they can come, they can get resources, they can get clothing, they can get whatever they need. And I think the time has come that we get us a resource center, some would say dream center, that we can do that. we can Because with this new facility, we lose a lot of our storage space, and we're going to need a place to put that. And it needs to be clean, and it needs to be air-controlled. Plus, I think we have a ministry out here to, to single moms and single dads. And I believe if we had a place where we could have, where we could store some of those things and even offer education and services to, to teach life skills, this would be something that God would use in our church-like family. Amen? So I'm just sharing that now. Amen? So you can, you can believe God for me, with me. You can believe God with me that this, is what, this, this will happen. And I know a lot of people are like, well, I think that takes money. What about the ministry center in town? The ministry center is great, and they're doing a great work. They, they feed people, and they've got clothing for people, uh, but this is gonna be specific to what God's called us as a church-like family, to do, and I believe it's sooner than we think it is. Moving right along. The fifth lane that I feel like God has called us as a church really has to do with children, youth, and young adults. We believe that they're not the church for tomorrow or of tomorrow. We believe that children, youth, and young adults are the, are the church of Today. And statistically speaking, if you can, if you can have a, a young person to have a genuine encounter with the presence of God before the age of 18, they are, they are so much more likely to carry that right on into their adult years. And so we are targeting, excuse me, that generation. I know um, part of the environment, so you saw the projector on the wall and the, and the new kids' theater. We're, we're putting state-of-the-art facilities in there for our kids' ministry. Because we want, to, we want to use platforms that they are used to. And so they're a very visual and, and audio-driven uh, culture. And so we're getting real specific in that area. Drew and his team are getting ready to launch a parent's resource website for free to help all of you parents with children to, to come alongside you, to partner with you, to give you tips, to send you to other websites that will help you uh, raise your children. I know... Uh, Taylor and Brian and the team uh, with, the, with our youth ministry, they can tell you exactly the number of 6th of graders to 12th graders in this community. They know the exact number of them, and they know how many adult workers they need to adequately reach the, the community they, that God's given them a, a, a number of students that they're supposed to reach. And they want to put a house party in every little village of our county, right? Every little community, every little town in our community, they want a house party to go to. And then that once a month, like this Wednesday, that once a month uproar service, they're going to need all 500 of those chairs. And they're probably going to have to figure out how to go multi-site themselves. Can I have an amen? They're going to have to figure it out because God's moving. God's moving. God's moving. And this is, this is our lanes. This is what we run in. This is, this is what we feel like God's called us as a church to. And here's what we know. God brought your place church to this community because he wants to reach people who, for whatever reason, they haven't given up on God, but for whatever reason, they've given up on the church. Are you with me, friends? They've had a bad experience. Something happened. They had a run in, whatever. I don't know. But we know that they, they haven't necessarily given up on God, but they've given up on the church. And why am I telling you all of this? Because I want you to love what we love. I want you to be a part of what we do. The problem, Jesus said it, the problem never has been the harvest, the problem has always been the workers. The workers. We need to hire, right now, we've got 30-some uh, volunteers that we call staff, and they would, they would drop their careers in a second if they, could just be, if they could come and do this full-time. So we're believing God to hire some of our volunteer staff that go and work 40 and 50 hours a week, and then come here and work another 40 hours a week, come on because they believe in the mission and vision of your place, church. We're believing to actually be able to pay those people. And you're like, after 10 years, we can't do that? No, 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 no. What we've done is we've reached a bunch of people who for whatever reason, they've given up on the church. But now they're starting to come back in. Now they're understanding the principle of giving and receiving. They're just now starting to trust us with their finances. And that's the only way we'll be able to do this because we live, and again, go to Compass. They'll tell you all that at Compass. That we live on a budget around here. But we, we believe that life groups are the key. Life change happens in the context of healthy relationships. And if you think about it, your life, the reason why you are as far along as you are today was because there was a key relationship or two who brought you along. Listen to my heart, friends. We're finishing a life group season right now. Our fall life group ministry season is coming to an end. We're going into the holidays, and in January, we're going to start up another season of life groups. We're going to have another rendezvous, and then by February 1, our next season of life groups are going to begin. Will you just pray? That's all I'm asking you to do. Some of you, you're nervous to pray because you know what God's answer is, <laughs> because he's been, he's been tugging on your heart to create a space for a life group to happen in your home. And you're like, well, I don't live in Pryor. We don't serve just Pryor. We serve all of Mays County. We're believing God for life groups in every one of the communities of, of Mays County. Would it, be, oh, would it be possible for you just to pray about leading a group of people? And some people, they're like, well, we tried it once and it just didn't work. We, listen, we will train you on how to lead a successful life group. We will resource you with ideas and training. And we've got some people around us right now who just really believe in the Life Group's ministry. So just pray about it. We're believing God for some of our ministry positions. We're looking for a production manager right now to run all of this. We're looking for, Drew says he could take 15 people right now to help him in children's ministry. They had a 100 kids back there One of these last few weekends, a hundred kids back there. They're they're like, it's awesome, but we need some help. (laughs) And so listen, if if children have been in your heart and you want to help, man, they could take 15 people right now because what they need to do is we need to get ready. We need to get you trained. We need you to get into our culture. So when we go into that new facility with those new kids rooms, you're ready to go. Again, we're looking for people. We're looking for people to serve in our creative teams. If, you, if we're going to continue to be relevant to a generation, we have to engage them using platforms that they're familiar with. So video, we're looking for print art, we're looking for all that digital logo design. Like, if you can do any of that, please come talk to us. We're ready for you. Youth ministry, hospitality, pretty much every area of Your Place Church, we believe everybody has a place at Your Place Church. Can I have an amen, someone? We believe that, Absolutely. So let me move. Let me change gears here for just a second. Let me tell you how this all applies to you. Just as important as it is that the church you worship at has a vision, it's even more important that you yourself have a vision for your individual lives. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18 out of the King James says, where there is no vision, the people perish. If there's no hope, if there's no calling, if there's no cause, people perish. The NIV says it this way, where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. The message translation says this, says this if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble over themselves. You have a vision for your life. Could it be that the mess in your life isn't the mess but that you don't have something greater than the mess in your life to run to? That's what we found out. So many people, before they had a relationship with Jesus Christ, man, you would look at them, and they, their life was a mess. But then they came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. They began to live for something greater than just the mess in their life. And then all of a sudden, their mess went away. Are you with me, friends? That's the story, and that's what God wants to do in your life. Could it be that you don't really see what God is doing in your life and that you're stumbling over yourselves? This is why verse 18 says, when they attend to what God reveals, in other words, when they have a vision for their own life. Our vision for you as a church is to reach, connect, and equip you to live what you believe. Your place, church, has never been about coming to church on the weekend Punching a clock, getting a little coffee, getting a little Jesus, and going on about your day. We're not clock punchers around here. We live what we believe, which is why the altars were full last weekend at the end of our series, which is why the altars were full at Virtue Night. Life change has always been the focus of Your Place Church. We want you to live this. This can change your life if you let it. Do Listen to me, friends, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm not trying to tell you something that you don't want to do, but do something with your lives that actually matters. If you don't follow God's vision, you will fall for a counterfeit in your life. I mean, all the key points in my own life have been when someone has given me a gentle nudge Someone has said, come here, give me your hands, step right here, and just walk with me, which is what Rich is doing right now. And all the connectors back there, he's like, give me your hands and walk with me. Walk with me. And they have, they have nudged me into things in my life. I remember, 17 years old, I'm in youth group, dating this cute curly-headed girl, right? She takes me, uh, her church, uh, which became my church because I gave my life to Jesus. We were putting on a big youth convention in, in July, of, it was early, early 90s. Uh, I think, in fact, I think it was 1990. And um, we were there, and I was just a teenager, 17 years old, sitting where you're sitting. And 2,000 teenagers were there. It was amazing. I was like, this is so cool. Like, all these kids are here. Like, it's going to be amazing. God's going to move. And we prayed hard for that service. And we would prayed hard for those week of meetings. And I'll never forget, it was a Thursday night, and my youth pastor had stood up on that platform, and he had given an opportunity for students to come to the front and to get prayer over their life. It was specifically over the area of healing in their life. And so all of these people stood up, all of these teenagers, again, 6th grade to 12th grade, stood up out of their chairs, and they started coming out into the aisles, and they started coming to the front. My youth pastor looked down in the second row. I was sitting on this side, second row, and he says, Darian, come here. And then he looked at Tyra and said, Tyra, come here right here on stage, all these people watching, and I'm like, nope. (laughs) He says, I want you to pray for all these kids. I want you to be the ones. And listen, I about passed out and peed my pants all at the same time. I'm like, you want me to do what? Barely saved. Barely began a relationship. And he tells the whole crowd, because I want you to know that God doesn't have to use a minister to touch your lives. He'll use anybody. He brought us up. And he had us pray for all of those students. And listen, friends, it was the very first time I ever felt the power of God move through my body and into people's lives. 17 years old, changed my life, but I needed a gentle nudge. Guys, that's what I'm I'm, I'm here to do for you today. I'm here just to give you a little gentle nudge, to pull you off center just a little bit to say, what if today's the day? What if now is the time? Many people, we have, a, we have a when-then syndrome. Well, when this happens, I'll do that. You know, when I, when I graduate, I'll do that. Or when I get married, I'll do that. Or when I have kids, or when the kids get older, there's always something. When I have more time, can I just let you in on something? You're never going to have more time. This is the time. What if now God wanted to do something in your life? 2 Corinthians chapter 6 says, I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. I truly believe that right now we're standing in God's favor as a church in our county. I really believe that. Today is the day. Many of you saw the press release of what the Mid-American Industrial Park is getting ready to do. They're going to build this district. It's going to have 100 residences shopping, entertainment, all kinds of stuff. Well, if you walk out the front door where our new lobby's going to be, and you take a left and you walk through that pasture and you keep walking, you walk right into the district. God knew exactly what He was doing when he put our church here 10 years ago. He, we thought it was, it was great. We're just down the street from Walmart. Everybody's going to drive by our church. Be amazing warehouse all right we'll make it work you still see the forklifts and tracks in the floor but it's cool god knew exactly what he was doing in fact 10 years ago when god told us to come plant this church we found out about them park and we found out about uh the the companies that are over there and god said he shared something with me he says i'm gonna put you there and we're gonna establish your church my church god's church he said my church not mine you following me i'm gonna establish your church so that when the boom hits, you'll be ready. That was 10 years ago. Guess what's fixing? That's an Oklahoma word. Guess what's fixin' to happen? It's going to boom. And the closest worship experience to them is Your Place Church. Amen? Several of you you've been kicking the tires of YPC. You've been burned at different churches, different worship environments and listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna deny that. We understand that. You're you're you've been healing and that's okay. But at some point you're going to have to get off the bench and get back into the game. God has wired you. God has gifted you. Your life is meant for so much more than just paying bills. Your life is meant for so much more. Even, listen, bring your family along. God has a plan for your family to be a part of something. Maybe it's time. That's all I'm saying this weekend is maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to commit your whole life to Jesus. Listen, it doesn't work unless you completely commit your whole life to Jesus. The only way to experience all that God has to offer is to commit your whole life to him. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will seek me, and you will find me, and you will seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. It's a whole heart thing. Amen. Some of you, you haven't gone the whole way with Jesus. You haven't committed your whole life to him. I'm here to knock you off center. And to ask you to surrender control of your whole life to Jesus. Salvation is not dating God. He is not someone on your list. He wants to be the top of our list. And quite honestly, he won't take any other position in your life than the top. He deserves to be the top. Some of you, you've gone all in, but you haven't done the very next thing he's asked you to do. And that's to make your relationship public through baptism. Well, lucky you. We have a baptism, November 25th. There's a sign-up sheet out at the outlet. Just go sign up. Maybe it's time for you to go public with your relationship with Jesus and be baptized. Maybe it's time to become a part of this church-like family. Relationships matter. Who you connect with matters. In fact, if there's nothing else you hear from me today, understand this. Who you determine your friends are is how you determine your future. Some of you right now, you're in relationships that you know are no good. You need to be in a group. You need to be in a group of believers who are there for you. In fact, some of you, I give you permission right now to take your phone out and just text them and say it's over. Come on, take your phone out and text them and say it's. It, Pastor Darian says it's over. Sorry, and they're gonna be Pastor Who because you know it's the right decision. And you need to be a part of a community of believers who are here for you. The Bible says in Proverbs 3.20, walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Several of you have been coming for a while, and maybe, maybe it's time to discover your God-given purpose. Maybe it's time to, instead of just paying the bills and getting cheap thrills, to realize that... Psalm 139 says, your eyes saw my unformed body, and all the days ordained for me are written in your book before one of them came to be. To realize that God has a plan for your life. Some of you are living a life that God did not write for you. But no matter how far off, you can still turn around. You can still get there. You know, if you're headed to Joplin, Missouri, and you go through Tulsa, it's a lot longer road to get there. But you can still get there. You can get there. Some of you, you headed off to Joplin in your relationship with Jesus, but somehow you got detoured off, and you ended up downtown Tulsa someplace. And God's like, you know what? I can still get you here. Just take a right. Just take a right. may take longer, but I can still get you. Maybe it's about time. To realize that Ephesians says, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared for us in advance to do. You know, before there was a you, there was a thing for you to do. Before there was a you, there was a thing for you to do. The happiest people I know are living right smack dab in the middle of God's will for their life which is why we're doing Compass right now. And next week, you have another opportunity to find out what your gifting is. Maybe it's time to live my life doing something that really matters. Friends, you need to know that time is short. And I know we've been saying that for about 2,000 years, but it's never been more true than it is today. Time is short short and your available time to actually do something that matters has been reduced by one day every day that you wake up it's been reduced by one day i'm living my life right now with a sense of urgency i don't want any grass growing underneath my feet right now i have a short time and this thing called life to make the biggest difference possible for eternal purposes and you're the same way which is why we pray a lot around here. We're praying for when the right time to start the renovation is, and he said now. We're praying for the the right time to to acquire a ministry center. We're praying for the right staff to hire. We're praying when to launch the next Your Place Church in some city in Northeast Oklahoma, because there are other communities in in Northeast Oklahoma who need a Your Place Church, but I'm not going to do it until he tells me to. And until we have the workers. And the workers are sitting right in front of me. Right in front of me. What if, you're, what if God's called you to live a life that's bigger than you right now? So my question for all of our weekend services is why not today? Why not today? There are really only a few things that really matter in life. Number one, God matters. If you need Jesus, get Jesus. I read a Facebook post this week from a a young lady who came to Virtue Night. She said, last night, I had the pleasure of getting together with some of the closest hundred-something girlfriends for Virtue 2018. She said this, it was one of the most amazing things I've ever been a part of. And then listen to this, never in a million years would I have thought that I would have the best Friday night worshiping at church. Come on. And if you know her story, man, God's brought her so far. That can be your story also. People matter, not your job. Your job's important. I get that. I'm not downplaying your job. People matter. Not your bank account. Your bank account's important. Your investments are important, but people matter. The Haiti group just landed yesterday their moms, their dads, their teenagers, their young adults who've all used their vacation time to go to a third world country because people matter. Eternity matters. Guys, that's why we tithe. That's why we give so aggressively around here. Cuz people matter. We're going to receive another legacy offering in December and we're going to give 100% of it away because eternity Most of the stuff we spend money on is going to burn up anyway. But what we invest that has eternal value, has eternal rewards. Jesus himself said the smart guy invests in eternity. That's what we're going to do. Why not now? Why not now? Bow your heads with me for just a second. Why not now? Why not today to begin a relationship with Jesus, to go all in? I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to make you stand up. I'm not going to make you talk on a microphone. I'm not going to have you leave this place. I just want to know who I can pray for. Why not now? Why not today? Maybe it's time to go all in with Jesus. If that's you, just put your hand up and put it right back down. Anybody like that I can pray for? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All over this room. Thank you. You can put your hands down. Anybody else? Thank you, thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. Good, thank you. Thank you. God's moving in this place. Why not now? Why not today? Well, this is what the Bible says. If you believe in your heart, which is what you've done by raising your hands, I believe, I believe. And you can belong before you believe. But some of you, you're crossing over the threshold of faith right now and you're saying, I believe in Jesus. Well, the Bible says if you believe, in your heart and confess with your mouth, you'll be saved. And that's what we want. We want you to be saved. So we're all gonna pray with you a prayer out loud to invite Jesus to come into your life. So say this with me. Say, Heavenly Father, right now, I thank you for Jesus. And Jesus, I'm asking you to come into my life to make me a brand new person. I'm choosing today to spend the rest of my life in a relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give them a hand clap today. Such a big deal. God is moving at your place, church, and you're all a part of it. Amen. You have been listening to a YPC podcast. Visit our website at ypcprior.com to hear more.